Hi friends! Welcome to the first ever episode of the Girls Just Wanna Have Friends podcast. My name is Leah, your host, Leah Ketchum. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I want this to be a place that's unedited, that's raw, that's vulnerable. Um, and I say all of that to say, or to forewarn you that I won't be editing this unless absolutely necessary. Like there's a big explosion and I need to cut out the sound or something. Um, I won't be editing this. I just want it to be a place where I can get on and chit chat long form and share with you guys my thoughts, my opinions, my hot takes, whatever it may be that come up. Um, share with you guys my week, what's going on in my life, the tools that I'm using, um, that kind of thing. And I think that's a great place to start with this first episode of why this podcast? Where did it come from? How did it come to be? And I'll share, of course, a little bit about me and my journey, but let's just start with why this podcast? Um, well, there are a few different reasons. One of them being, I am a mindset coach. And with coaching, a lot of the times I can't quite interject my opinions or my two cents or, you know, filter things through my ego and my hot take simply because it's really important that my clients come to their own conclusions and trust their own instinct and their intuition and their heart and, and see what they can come up with on their own. I just kind of give guidance, perspective, and some tools, and the rest is really up to them. I try really hard not to project who I am and what I believe onto the situation. And so this is going to be a space where I can do that, where I have, you know, complete free reign of what goes and what doesn't. I am going to shout out one of my dear clients and dear friends, Sarah, I hope it's okay. I was, I was working with my client friend, Sarah once, and it gave me a lot of inspiration for this podcast. She came to me for advice about a situation going on in her life. And I was like, I, I heard everything she had to say. And before I responded, I was like, okay, I have my coach advice and I have my friend advice. Which one do you want to hear first? And I gave her my coach advice and we talked through it like we do. And then I said, all right, here's my friend advice now. You're just tripping. <laughs> like, girl, you are tripping. And I remember in that moment being like, man, sometimes I wish I could just say that to people. I could just say that to my clients, but I know it's inappropriate. And so thus a little seed was planted where um, this podcast somehow came to be from that happening months and months ago. Um, that's one reason. Another is exactly what the name is. Girls just want to have friends. Um, I think it's so important in life, in our human experience, or I know it's so important to have a sounding board, to not feel alone, to have connection, to be able to share and lean on people. Um, and I want this to be that space where my girlies can write into me what's going on with their lives, what's happening, what questions do they have, and we can share in that space. We could talk about it. We can chit chat about it together um, because there might be things where they don't want to share it with their real life girlfriends. They don't want to share it with their mom. They don't want to share it with their sister. They just want to scream it into the void. Um, and this can be a space 
where my girlies, my friends, just scream it into the void. Because um, girls just want to have friends. We need them. We want them. We love them. Um, and it's really, really important to a balanced, healthy life. To have good mental health is to have a support system. And so the whole premise of this podcast is to um, have the girlies, have the friends write in. And we'll chit-chat about whatever they write in about. And the name came from that and I specifically wanted the word friend in it. I use the word friend a lot in my life. If I'm greeting someone, I'll say, hi friend, how you doing friend? Bye friend, whatever it may be, I'm always referring to people as friend. And so that word, I was like, what can I do with it? I I played around with calling the podcast, hi friends. And I looked on Spotify, that was taken and a couple different iterations and like, words I can or titles I can use with the word friend and they were all taken um my coaching brand is called homecoming and that was taken and so I was like what can I do with the word friends and my sister actually was like oh what about girls just want to have friends and I was like that's literally exactly what this podcast is that's the premise of the whole thing and so that is so perfect so thank you Amanda my loving sister um who alley-ooped the name of this podcast up to me um and yeah I thought that was really fun once I had the name I was I was pumped and so those those are top two reasons why I created this podcast because girls just want to have friends and you know I just wanted a space to share everything rawly authentically um in a way that I that I can't always do as a coach and lastly I like to just speak into the void sometimes. My poor fiance hears me. He sees me, he holds space for me, and he loves me. But he needs a break. <laughs> I am a talker, as you will learn. I can ramble until the cows come home. And so it was really important to me where I felt like I had a long form place to just talk and get things out and whether I'm screaming it into the void or whether I have listeners or watchers because I'm doing video as well um this just feels good it just feels therapeutic um to kind of set the scene for anyone who's not watching the video or if you are watching the video you maybe still don't know what's going on I'm in my closet um my closet is my little safe haven I have my work desk set up in here. I have my makeup vanity set up in here. I have a little altar on the floor that I set up in here that I get down on my knees and pray to, um, meditate at, journal out. I'll light some sage, just sit there and breathe. And this closet, as weird as it sounds, um, means a lot to me. It's really, really comfortable for me. And so to be able to get in here and just talk um, feels very therapeutic and I'm very excited about that. I thought about sitting on my couch and recording this. Um, that's not my space. That is not my safe haven. That is a common area in my home where my fiance is walking in and out and listening. And quite frankly, I was a little nervous to even record this first one alone. So doing it with him watching would have been a little weird. And so we're in my closet. Um, I will do a little fit check. We'll set the scene. I'm in my closet. I have my hair down, um, kind of wavy with a curling iron. 
I, all the girlies on TikTok, which I don't watch, I don't even have the TikTok app on my phone, but they get reposted to um, Twitter and Instagram. They have these little braids kind of going down the front of their head, like their bangs. I have two of those on either side. I'm wearing a big oversized sweater, um, fuzzy blanket in my lap, sitting on some pillows just in the corner in my closet. That's what's going on here. And I am absolutely loving it. And so, yeah. That is, that is how we got to here. That's how we got to this moment in the podcast. Um, it's really important to me that if you're wondering why, if you're watching the video and wondering why I keep looking over at my computer, it's because it's the first time I've ever recorded a podcast and I want to make sure that it's still recording. I'm paranoid it's going to stop. So, um, but I think it's important that the girlies listening, that the friends listening, um, know me as well and that I establish a little bit of rapport and some credibility about why I have a podcast, why I think I have things to share and, and why I think someone should listen or why I would love for someone to listen. Um, so let's get into me and my story. I don't think my story starts um, with my birth. Obviously, that's where my life started, but that's not where my story started to unravel. My story starts, my story to becoming a mindset coach and now I guess a podcaster starts when I graduate college. Um, I found myself overweight, dependent on alcohol, dependent on really shallow attention from people I don't care about for validation filling voids, doing anything I could to just escape myself and my thoughts. Um, and just, I was in the matrix. You know what I'm saying? I had a degree I didn't care about. Um, actually took a gap year in the middle of college because I was like, uh, I will end it if I have to do one more year here. So I took a gap year. Eventually went back and finished, but out, long story short, very low place in college. Um, severe, severe eating disorder that I really hadn't even admitted to myself yet at the time. Um, I was uh, maybe five years into bulimia at that point, and I hesitated to say that because I don't know if I should be giving trigger warnings, but this is a trigger warning that all of my podcasts are just going to be real and raw and what's going on in my life. And if some things are sensitive, um, I would just say that you, we can expect some sensitive topics from here on out and maybe every episode. But yeah, I was maybe five, four or five years into severe bulimia that I hadn't even admitted to myself yet. And it was just a really weird space. And I hated what I saw in the mirror. Couldn't look at myself, literally crying. Um, when I looked in the mirror, tried on clothes, that whole thing. And so I was like, I can't feel like this anymore. What do I do? What is next? And to me, the first step was a personal trainer. Um, that was just the most glaring thing that I could begin to even chip away at was like, okay, let's, let's stop hating what we see in the mirror and see what happens there. Um, so I hired a personal trainer. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I crushed it. Um, and I, I tried throughout college, throughout the years, over and over and over again, stop drinking, eating right, going to the gym, and it never worked. So I'm not saying it was one and done for me, 
But when I hit my rock bottom and I was like, I'm tired of feeling this way. And I decided then that I was done feeling that way. That's when I crushed it. So I hired this personal trainer. Her name's Kylie. Um, Kylie Ludwig, shout out to you. You deserve all the things in the world. You saved my life. Um, and I'm not going to lie within 12 weeks, I had it on lock. I literally had abs within 12 weeks. Um, that's another story for another day. I took it to the extreme and it was unhealthy the way I did that. But like I quote unquote fixed the thing that I didn't like in the mirror. Um, but surprise, lo and behold, I still didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I had the abs, I had the muscles, I did the things, I lost the weight and I could run and I could lift like within 12 weeks, like my body did things that I was like, is this even human? How was this much progress made? Um, but still I was sad. I was really sad still. Um, eating disorder exacerbated, really mean to myself, um, still drinking, a lot of things going on. And I was like, okay, I got, I did the body thing. What's, <laughs> what's going on here? Um, and I realized it was much deeper than that. Much, much deeper than that. As I know now, it always is for everybody, but I had never even begun to do any work on myself before. Um, and so I have a little fun anecdote about that. I hired a mindset coach then because I was like, man, now what? Um, and what's funny is I had never done any work before. I didn't know what I didn't know. And when I started working with my mindset coach at the time, uh, Danielle Gertner, she's great too, um, has helped me through so much in my life and really, really sparked so much of my growth and given me so many tools. Um, my goals with her at first were like, I want to stop scrolling on my phone as much. And that's, that's an okay goal to have. That is a fine goal to have. But I say that to say, like, I had no idea y'all what I was getting myself into. I said, I want to stop scrolling on my phone as much. But Danielle said, okay, we're going to learn about the ego. Let's talk about your shadows. Here's what an inner child is. Let's dive into our fears, insecurities, all the things. And I was like, whoa, there is so much shit under there influencing my life that I had no idea. And so after getting my physical, I wouldn't say healthy because I was taking it very extreme, but after, after getting my physical more appealing to my eyeballs, I started going inward. Um, and uncovered so much shit. And that is where our story hops back to when I was born. Um, so many things happened in my life that I did not realize were shaping me. And I had to heal them. I had to dig it up and it had to get way worse before it got better. I had to become a I almost said shit show, but I won't say that about myself. I was not a shit show. I was feeling a lot. I was uncovering a lot. I was realizing a lot and it was scary. Um, so many things I was in denial about. Um, my dad not being around, um, being assaulted as a toddler, my mom, always having to be a masculine figure in my life so we could survive. Um, all of these things, so many things 
we were in poverty a lot as a kid. Uh, there were times where we were homeless, we were getting food donations from churches. These are things that no one ever knew um, that I don't think just I was in denial about. I think maybe my whole entire family, and that's why it took until I was in my 20s to be like, oh shit, this, this stuff had an effect on me. Um, I didn't even say out loud that I had been assaulted until I was in my 20s, which was over 20 years later because I was a toddler. Um, and so... I remember, this isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. I remember being a teenager hearing about, like, hearing the phrase daddy issues for the first time. And I was like, no, can't relate. I, my dad's not a part of my life, but it doesn't really have an effect on me. I don't know any different. I'm just chilling. Um, then when I started doing the work that I do, I was like, oh, it's affected everything. Um, my salt has affected everything. The poverty that we lived in, my mom having to take on, you know, both roles, like that's affected everything. Um, whereas before I was painfully, I won't say painfully as blissfully naive. Um, and then when I awoke to how naive I was, it was painful. Um, and so that was a lot, that was a big ramble, but I began to do that work with Danielle Gertner, my first mindset coach. And Along the way, this is what I'm getting at. Let's tie a bow on this ramble. Along the way of me healing all of the things, I'm still healing. No one's ever done healing, learning, growing. But along the way, I gained so many tools, so much insight, so much perspective that I was like, I have to do something with this information. I would be doing the world and women a disservice if I did not show every woman that's stuck in the matrix, that's got that veil pulled over her eyes, that's got that trauma that she doesn't even know is in there, I would be doing every single one of her a disservice if I didn't help, if I didn't share this, if I didn't help shake her, wake her up, and let her know what is on the other side. Um, because when I was in that eating disorder, alcoholism, didn't like what I saw in the mirror, I, it's almost like if you would have asked me if I was fine, I would have said yes, because I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know the amount of peace and happiness and healing and joy that comes with doing this work. So at the time, I would have said I'm fine. But when I started doing the work and uncovering and I came out the other end, I was like, I got to tell all the people that think they're fine that there's even more fine. There's even more happiness. There's even more joy, more healing, more fulfillment, more alignment. I got to. And so that's how I started in this space. Um, it wasn't even really on purpose. I started sharing just my journey for free on Instagram. Here's my workout transformation. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm working on. I'm struggling with food. I stopped drinking, like just sharing what's going on with me. And I had so many women, so many women reach out and say like, girl, me too. I've never heard someone say it the way that you do or share it in such an honest and raw way, the way that you do. Can, can we hop on a call? Let's talk about it just for free. Like I was just being a bud because I was sharing on social media and it wasn't until I realized how much interest there was that I was able to turn it into a business. And this is where my fiance comes in. I'll kind of share a little bit about him. I met him at the beginning of all this. I met him maybe four weeks after I hired my trainer. So he has seen me through all of this, all, all of my phases and awakenings and uh, he's he's saw so much of me and loved me through it all and 
God, I just love him. But he comes in because he also is a coach. Um, and he's done a lot of this work and he's been doing a lot of this work for uh, seven years now. And it's fresh for me. It's only over a, a little over a year for me. So when I realized I had all these tools and there was an interest and there was a way I could make it a career, I, I had him um, to lean on to help me create structure. Of course, I'm the one that's holding it together. I'm the one showing up as a coach and, and doing the things. But he really kind of handed me um, a business model and was like, here's how I do it. Here are the kinks I've been able to iron out. Um, and that was, that was amazing. So when I learned I could monetize it, he was a big help. Um, and monetize sounds a little crunchy. Maybe I don't like that word. When I realized I could do it for a living, when my passion of sharing this stuff could, could be something that pays my bills and become my livelihood. That's what I mean by monetize. I don't mean like, Oh, let me get everyone's money. Um, uh, as you guys can see, I need to heal my relationship with money a little bit, <laughs> which I'm very well aware of. Um, and he, he's always kind of paved the way for me. And I really appreciate him for that. He has a podcast. He is a coach. He hosts retreats, um, which that's a part of the story I left out plant medicine. I've been working with for a long time, learned a lot about it. I've, um, taken some trainings on how it, you know, how you can heal trauma with it. Um, and that's something I do as a coach as well as I host, host ayahuasca retreats in Costa Rica. He's done that too. And so it's almost like the universe planted this person in my life. God planted this person in my life and was like, I know what passions you're going to have and I know what path you're meant to take. And like, here is a human that can really support you and help you through it because he's experienced it himself. Um, that's something I struggle with a little bit is like, am I just doing all this stuff because he does it? Um, but I don't think so. I think if I never met him, I would be here still. It may have taken me longer. I may have taken a different route. I maybe more failure and trials and errors, but I think I would still be here. And and that's been helpful for for me and my self confidence and my imposter syndrome of like this is what I'm meant to do, and like how fucking lucky am I that I got paired up with my life partner that is able to do the same thing for men, um, and so that was a big help. Long story short, let's tie a bow on that one too, on that ramble. That's why I'm, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm coaching. That's why I do what I do is because I have experienced it all. I have felt it all. I have worked through it all. I have healed. I have regressed. I've healed again. And I have so many tools that I want to share. And this podcast feels like an incredible place to do it. Um, over a year of coaching now, the women I've seen grow and have breakthroughs and cry and heal and uncover things that they didn't even know was in there. I've never felt more aligned in my life. And that's why I think you girlies, friends listening are going to get a lot out of this. Um, most importantly, I don't hold back. I think it's so important to live authentically and in integrity with yourself. And um, that means just being truthful and just being honest 
that doesn't mean oversharing with no discernment of, of what parts I shouldn't, shouldn't say about my life. Um, it just means showing up authentically. And that's what I'm going to do here. Um, all right. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of what I want this podcast to be, um, for now, maybe for always, maybe we'll always change and add segments. Um, let me explain what it is. I, I would love for this podcast to be a space where my girlies, my friends right in. I don't know if I'm going to do girlies or friends. Maybe I'll always say both. Maybe I'll interchange. Um, where you write in and advice that you need an advice, a situation that you need advice in, um, a question that you have, something you want my opinion on, and I give it. I would love maybe for someday this podcast to turn into a place where we share like unpopular opinions or we, you know, we have this topic for the day and everyone writes in about this thing. Um, but for now, I just want it to be a place where you guys write in advice or questions and I share what's going on with that. And that being said, let's get started. We're 25 minutes in. That was a big introduction, but it's episode one. And so I want y'all to know who I am, why I'm here and why it matters what I say. <laughs> um, or you can decide if it matters what I say. Um, so I'm going to pull up on my computer the situations that were written in. And um, one more thing before we dive into that. I have seen these beforehand because obviously it, this is a one woman show. I had to pick what situations we were going to do, um, but I have not like planned a response. I haven't been like, okay, I'm going to get on the podcast and talk about this. I just kind of briefly scammed them or skimmed them and uh, pulled them up. So I don't even really know where this is going to go. And so Let's get into it. These were written in from my Instagram story. I shared a link where you could write in anonymously. I will always keep these anonymous on my end, but if you don't want me to even know who you are and what you're like, who, who wrote in, um, you can use that link. There is the email girls just want to have friends at gmail.com that you can write in and then you can text in a situation to my text community number, which is 317-644-3966. And those are all of the ways that you can write into the show. Also my social media. Um, Twitter is Jungle Leah, L-E-A-A. And Instagram is Jungle period Leah. No extra A, just L-E-A. Okay, ah, let's dive in. I'm really excited. I'm really nervous because I don't know. I hope I'm able to uh, help you and give you the give you the tools as best I can. Um, so this first one says, "I'm 30, about to be 31, and feel like I'll be single forever. Everyone is getting engaged, marriage, babies, or even just a partner." Um, okay, this is a good one to start on. Um, they didn't ask a question. They, they more just gave a statement, but I would assume the question is like, what do I do? Am I going to be single forever? Um, I feel like I'm not, you know, keeping up with 
the Joneses. And so I'll, I'll kind of attack it that way. Um, I first want to say 30 is so young. There is this notion in society that 20s are where you figure it all out. And like, especially for women, um, I know men struggle too with a lot of things and, and I won't ever deny that they have a different set of struggles, but this podcast is probably mostly women and I'm talking to my girlies here. And uh, so I'll always probably frame it in that way, but especially for women, there's this thing, right? Like you're 29, you're thriving and then 30, boom, life is over. That is not true. Um, our bodies are so resilient when we take care of them. There is no quote unquote biological clock in the way that I think most women believe. Um, if you're getting daily movement, if you're making sure you're not just shoveling garbage into your mouth at all times, and you're just being mindful about what you're consuming, how much you're moving, um, your stress levels, our human bodies are so brilliant, so resilient, so beautiful. 30 to 35 is not when things are over for you. Um, women can have babies into their forties. Um, I don't know about fifties. That's not something that really happens, but enter their forties. And so I first want to say 30 is not too young to just now be figuring out kids and finding a partner and doing all of those things. Um, like, let's say hypothetically you live until 100, you got 70 years left. You have so much time. Um, but to speak to your, I'll be single forever. It's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason that comparison is the thief of joy and understanding that everybody is exactly where they're supposed to be in every single individual moment of their life. Um, so much, so much had to happen for you to be here listening to this podcast with your ears. Um, your parents had to meet, their parents had to meet, that one car had to cross that one intersection at that one time, and that one person had to walk into the grocery store, and the stars had to align, and evolution had to happen, and oh, so much had, so much had to happen for you to be right here listening to this podcast and for me to be the one saying these words. And I had to have all the experiences I had for me to be the one saying these words. And I say all of that to say is that everything is perfect. Exactly how it is right now is exactly how it's supposed to be. And I think humans are naive when we try to have this sense of control on everything. Surrender is so important. Loving what is right now in the moment is so important. And of course, we can find that balance between surrender and living with, you know, intention and goals. There is always that balance. Um, but just knowing that where you are right now is where you're supposed to be can really help alleviate some of that, like, oh, this girl on social media is doing this thing, or my cousin or my sister, they're doing their thing, because that's where they're supposed to be. And if you were supposed to be there in your life, you would be. It's so important to trust and believe that. Um, 
And it might help, honestly, if, if it's really getting on you and really getting into your head, it might help, honestly, pulling away from social media for a while. That's where we do a lot of our comparing um, until you get to a place of being centered and grounded and, and having gratitude for where you are on your journey. Um, and not everyone is getting engaged, married, babies, or having a partner. You could throw a rock in any direction that the wind will carry it and find someone that feels exactly the way that you do right now. Um, we live in a very in individual society, um, America especially, but just it's just this day and age probably for a lot of the world that um, people are doing the marriage and the babies and the things and the commitments later on. Um, and so you are not alone in that. Last thing I'll say on this is here are some action steps. If it's important to you to start attracting a partner and maybe getting that, that part of your life going, turn your attention inward. Um, I, I don't mean just like throw up your hands, the right person will come when they come. I mean, really do work on yourself. What are the ways my ego shows up in my life? What are the ways I can improve? What are the ways I can become a person that's a good, I'm assuming it's a woman that wrote this in, a good wife, a good partner, a good mom? What are What is the work I need to do before that part of my life even happens? And get to work on that. Establish yourself and your confidence and heal your trauma and do the things and when you're able to fully show up as loving and accepting as yourself, as loving and accepting of yourself, that person will come. Um, that person will come to you for the right reasons because they'll see you because you see you and you're being you. And so do, do the work on yourself. I'm not saying you're not already a great human. I'm sure that you are. Um, I'm saying... It takes genuine effort to be a good, well, I'm a fiance, so I can't say wife, but to be a good girlfriend, to be a good fiance. I know I'm not a parent, but I know it takes genuine effort to be a good parent. And so start by beginning to do work on yourself so that when that day comes, you can show up as the best version of yourself and your partner will come. I can guarantee you that. Um, and I think those are some good action steps that you can start with. Um, cool. All right. I'm, I'm only going to do three of these probably per episode. So let's go on to number two. Hi, Leah. My question is, how can we form a strong female community where we all have each other's backs, like what Zach Hummel is doing for the male community? Women would so benefit from this. Guys can't have all the fun. Smiley face. Um, I will give 10 exclamation points to that. Uh, 10 out of 10 there. I agree. Guys cannot have all the fun, and it's important for us to have it too. Um, before I go any further, I want to explain who Zach Hummel is to kind of give some context. If you're listening to this podcast early on, you probably already know our communities overlap a lot on social media and in real life. And so 
it's likely you do already know, but if you don't, Zach Hummel is, I was introduced to him as my then boyfriend, now fiance's best friend. Um, Zach is one of Jay's best friends. And that's how I knew him initially. And then I realized he has a lot of shit going for him. He's a great guy. He is a special person. He does the damn thing in every area of his life. And he builds communities and he helps men. He does the hard work to be the best version of himself that he is. And as a result, people are attracted to that. People, a lot of people follow him. A lot of people go to him for advice, opinions. And he has built like a solid, a really solid community of men in his corner that all get to be together and love each other and lean on each other and grow together. And so that's what this person means by like, how can we do what Zach is doing, but for women, um, just to give some context. Hey Zach, shout out. Um, how can we? I think we just do it as obvious as that sounds, we just do it. If you are a woman and you're seeking community, form one. Share your story and the women that resonate will come. Get an event together in your town. Hey guys, let's go kayaking. I rented a kayak, let's, I, I got some hammocks. Um, my fiance and I, we have uh freaking what's it called a slack line like let's all get together in the park this weekend let's let's go to a, a workout class like reach out to the women that you know would be interested and get it going like be the one that creates it don't wait for someone else to invite you to get the ball rolling um do it and so i think that's really important if you have a race you're gonna do um i know fitness is a big thing and in, in our community if you have a race you're gonna do Anytime I'm going to do a race, I'll put it out there. I'll be like, y'all, I'm doing this race. I'm doing this Spartan race. I'm doing this run, this competition. Like, who's down? Let's take on this challenge together. Let's be virtual training partners. And then I'll meet you at the starting line. So, like, even women that are not even physically in your space, you can do that with. Um, the very first Spartan race, or I'm sorry, not the very first, the second Spartan race that I ever trained for, I unfortunately didn't get to to follow through with because of health reasons, but um, I just put it out into the universe, signed up for this race, doing this thing, who wants to get after it with me? And we trained, we had group chat, we trained together virtually, we sent our stats, this is our progress, we're so excited, like got plane tickets, Airbnb, all the thing, all the things to meet up when race day came. And so it doesn't even have to be people in, in your physical city. Um, just, it's just putting yourself out there. Um, and, and this story that women don't get along is such, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. I think a lot of us do have sisterhood wounds. Um, but if you're surrounding yourself with, you know, just loving, caring people and healthy adults that know how to communicate with boundaries, like it's just bullshit that women quote unquote, don't get along. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's how we create a community. I think by doing things like this, like me starting this podcast and getting the girlies to tune in and sharing myself. Um, so if you're looking for a community, start sharing yourself with people and drawing them in. Um, just be you and, and the ones who align with that will come. 
I think as humans, we can sniff when someone's not being authentic or when someone's holding back or whatever it may be. And we're not necessarily drawn to that. And so like, just show up authentically you and the people will come, uh, respond to people's tweets sometimes. Okay. Last thing I'll say on this, but I have so many ideas. Sometimes if there's a girl that's been responding back and forth with me on Twitter, I'll DM her and be like, let's hop on a call next week. Like that's how you do it. You just do it. You take initiative with the people you want to connect with and you make it happen. Um, and so I have some big plans, guys. I have some big plans. I maybe want to, I'm not one to be like, Ooh, just wait till you see what I'm working on. Like I'll tell you right now, I want to have an in-person event in Austin in summer of 2023. Like, um, now I won't give the details cause I don't want anyone to take my idea, but a two day event in Austin where we get together and fucking vibe and grow. And I do some coaching. We do some hanging, some healing. We have fun. Um, and so do that shit, take initiative. You don't have to be an influencer or a coach or an entrepreneur or a business owner. You just have to be human that, that knows how to have conversation. And through that community and connection is built. Um, and so I'm going to have that event next summer. I want to obviously always continue to host retreats, always do races. That I invite the girls to like, I'll always want to find ways to get people together in person. And that's what it's all about getting together in person. Um, the online communities are amazing. Like that is the meat and potatoes of so much of our lives, but making sure that can translate to real life too is important. Um, all right. Last but not least, I love that all of these are like different topics. Um, first one was about, you know, I'm 31. I want to, I don't have babies or a partner yet. Second one was about building community. This one is about, um, relationships. This is the last one we'll do. My boyfriend is 12 years older than me. We don't have the same beliefs at all, but we love being around each other. We are very equal headspace wise. How do we know if this is okay or right? Um, okay, th there's almost no context here. And so I'm going to try to fill in the blanks as best I can, but I'm allowed to make an assumption because this is my podcast and you're not my client. Yay. I love this freedom. <laughs> um, so my boyfriend is 12 years older than me. I I'm not understanding that we don't have the same beliefs at all. And then in the next sentence, we are very equal headspace wise. Um, so her, her question is, how do I know if this is okay or right? You know, it's okay or right. If it feels okay or right. And that sounds like bullshit. Yeah, just listen to your heart, whatever. But I genuinely, genuinely to my core believe that we all already know we have the answers. And when we don't, when we feel like we don't, it's because one, we're not paying attention to ourselves or our lives or the way our bodies and our emotions are communicating to us. We're either not paying attention or we're in denial. The answer the true answer is either uncomfortable, it goes against the grain, it goes against the status quo, it's going to cause me to have to make a big shift, big change, have a hard conversation, whatever it may be. So I'm going to tuck it in my back pocket and pretend that's not the answer. Um, and so I think you already know what to do. I think you maybe just need to 
have a little confrontation with yourself. Okay, what what is my body and my nervous system, my emotions communicating to me? How can I how can I learn from those patterns? What's being said? And if I do already know, how can I have the courage to to lean into that answer? Um, but if you if you don't have the same beliefs at all, um, I would just assume that it's not right. I think enjoying being around each other is not enough. Having fun and loving each other is not enough for a healthy relationship with longevity. Um, it's a big plus and it's integral and it's important, but it's not enough. Um, it needs to be founded on values and beliefs and do we have problem solving skills and are we able to communicate and are we dedicated this is important are we dedicated to doing the work on ourselves so that we don't always project our shit onto each other are we dedicated to healing ourselves so we can be the best version of ourselves so i don't pull you into my shit um that's what i think makes a healthy relationship i don't think loving being around each other is enough and so if those three short sentences all i have to go off of i would say reconsider that relationship especially because um i don't know he's so much older than you maybe you're at different places in your lives but if that's not if that's not the case you you said a couple other things that are maybe red flags um but ultimately trust yourself that's the coach in me coming out um the friend in me says enjoying each other is not enough um, and there needs to be more for it to be right the coach in me says you already know the answer and you don't need to hear me say it um, the answer might just not be what you like um, so those are three write-ins for the day wow my first podcast i'm so I feel so comfortable. This felt natural. This felt positive. This felt fun. Um, full transparency. I was nervous. Like, will I have anything to say or any advice to give when, when these people write in and, um, I'm really happy with how this went. And so once again, thank you all for being here. If you are listening, then that means you are someone that I value and that I love and that I see. And I'm so happy that you're here. Um, please write in your things that you want to hear me chat about. Um, it could be anything, honestly. Um, a reminder of where you can write in. It's girls just, <clears throat> excuse me. Whew. Remember, I'm not editing this, so I got to keep that in. Uh, girls just want to have friends at gmail.com. And wanna is not want to, it's W-A-N-N-A. Girls just wanna have friends at gmail.com. You can text into my text community, 317-644-3966. You can DM me on Twitter or Instagram, Jungle Leah. And yeah, let's tie a knot on this. I say, now that I'm recording a podcast, I realize I say that a lot. Let's tie a knot, let's tie a bow. Let's tie a bow on... Uh, 
episode one of Girls Just Want to Have Friends podcast. Um, Bye, y'all.